Convenient Lies is a podcast dedicated to lifting the veil and exposing the reality of our dysfunctional government, economy, and healthcare system. The opinions today expressed by Dr. Stephen Murphy and entrepreneur Alex Meshkin are just that. Nothing we say today should be considered medical, legal, financial, or tax advice. Go get your professional for that. We have potty mouths and we're here to lift the veil and expose the hard truths and convenient lies. What is up? How are you guys doing? It's Steve and Alex. That's right. I'm Steve. That's Alex. We're here today to uncover the hard truths and take that damn spoonful of convenient lie you're feeding yourself out of your mouth, and we're going to slap you upside the head with it. That's right. Alex, Alex, look, what a week. What a crazy week in the news. (laughs) What do you got to say about it? Oh, man. I don't even know where to begin. But you know what? I really like that. I think, you know, we're a beast with convenient lies. Yeah. We're just feeding ourselves with convenient lies, with the government just force feeding. Come on, take more of it. Right. And, and soon they'll give us the medicine to shoot ourselves with. But yeah, it's not going to be a hard truth. It's not going to be a hard truth. It's all fucking convenient lies. <laughs> Woody Harrelson nailed it. Woody Harrelson nailed it. We're going to lock you in your homes until you take this med. But you, you got to keep taking the med and you got to keep taking your spoonful of convenient lies. I know, you know, the sad truth about this whole thing is the nuts on one side are starting to sound, you know, awfully mainstream or intelligent. It's a little scary. <laughs> with, with Dalai Lama trying to get his tongue sucked, what are we going to do here, right? So crazy week, crazy week in the news. I agree uh, with you. So let's, let's talk about this. Let's, let, me, yeah. let me ask my doctor here. Huh. So the pandemic's now over. Yeah. Ta-da. All oh, Magic. You know, mission accomplished. We should have a banner. You know. Power to pen. Maybe, it, yeah, maybe it could be on a naval ship right before we get into a hot war with China. Um, oof, oof. <laughs> um, and then out of nowhere, the administration says we're going to spend five billion dollars. No idea where the five billion dollars is coming from to fund new vaccines that are focused actually on the problem: right. infection, transmission. And monoclonals, the thing that Joseph Biden was hell-bent against. Correct. Did everything possible to stop monoclonals as soon as he took office. And shutting down all the COVID response. So what's your thoughts there? As as a doctor, as a clinician, as someone that was on the front lines, how does this make any sense? Hey, follow the money, Alex, right? So here's the deal. I, I, I'll be plain uh, frank with you. I, I, for one, was a proponent of a vaccine that would prevent spread. I, I was all about a vaccine that would prevent spread. And I was all about, all about a vaccine that would keep people out of the hospital or dead. Now, if I got both of those, it would be a home run. That'd be a home run. But instead, we only got a partial response that only lasted for three to six months, depending on people, and a whole lot of shutdown of scientific debate, right? A whole lot of debate. I myself, I'll I'll reveal, right? I got one dose of J&J and then developed crazy autoantibodies to a disease, right? I continue to track those every six months. So it's clear to me, we need some sort of rationale to treat a disease for which now we're in the dark, 
Yeah, I, I think you nailed it before. We, we had this talk months ago where you said we are going to be at the level of testing and identifying COVID to where we were back in the spring of 2020. And wouldn't you freaking know it? Some doc went out there. I looked at the data and posted on a sub stack. We are literally at the same testing level as May of 2020. So I'm actually shocked that we're that high, to be honest with you. Okay. I, I would say after after May 11th, once yeah. the entertainment world stops testing, right. boom. Yeah, I think you're right. And so we're not going to test it, but we're going to treat it. We're going to say it's over, but not for pharmaceutical companies that are going to get $5 billion in governmental funding. Yeah, so I mean, I don't, I don't know if we're going to treat it. So personally, maybe, obviously, I'm a little, maybe I'm a little biased um, since I have such a dislike for this administration. Well, no, the bias comes from seeing a train wreck before it wrecked, you know, anticipating it. Cassandra. Cassandra. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they choreographed what they were going to do, but nobody wanted to listen. Everyone had their head up their ass. Right. Celebrating that Trump is gone. You know, the witch is gone. And saying, you know, Joseph Biden's going to solve COVID. But you could clearly see the pivot in January 2021 if you're listening. Um, and so we, we, where we are, I don't see this $5 billion plan producing jack shit, first of all. No. It, don't even know hard, if this $5 billion plan is. Number at, one. Yeah. yeah, it, it, yeah. <laughs> it's getting someone who's like Scott Gottlieb's. Wheels greased somewhere else, right? We need to find the next Scott Gottlieb. Sorry, Scott, no, you live no, in Westport, just down the road. I know. I, I don't, but you think, got it, your I don't think it's the next one. I don't think it's the next one. I think this is the transition plan of more government employees to Moderna and Pfizer. Right. Um, you know, everyone's so worried about lobbyists. They should be far more worried about SESs that work in the government that roll over to government contractors. Correct. And this, you know, circle jerk that we have a government procurement. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> dude, all you have to do is work, deal with the VA, the Department of Veteran Affairs. I know. To see the scam. Yes. It's, the system is designed that way. And you go, why do we spend all this money? And all these people outrage, long COVID study, $1.5 billion is a waste. And they think it was specific just to long COVID. This is everything. Yeah, I know. It, it, Total it, bullshit. This is the great reveal, right? So I, I don't know if you ever listened or bought into the propaganda from like the early 2000s with Neil Howe about something called the fourth turning and how they talk about every 80 years, there's a cycle that kind of reveals the shit. And I, I think it's, he just managed, it's, it's like back when cavemen finally figured out, oh, there's seasons we shouldn't plant because, you know, next month we're just going to freeze everything. And, and so it's like Neil Howe and Strauss, the, those guys figured it out in the 90s that yeah, it takes people to die off to reveal what bullshit they were involved in in the very beginning. So you're right. This is the reveal. We're at the age of identifying the complete scam, and COVID ushered that in for us. Maybe. Um, I'm not as optimistic. I think people don't want the hard truth. Yeah. You know, right. and that's what politics is about. I mean, think about it. you. If you express a hard truth, you get a group of nuts that start ranting about things that are completely unrelated right. and can't really see facts. Right. 
Um, and well, how do you combat that? Alex, how do you combat that? Right. How, yeah. ca- how can you combat well, these convenient lies? So I, I, I don't know besides just telling hard truths and not giving, you know, zero fucks what people think. Right. <laughs> no, there's only two ways you can do that, right? You can either do that in a robe as like a leader of a cult down in Brazil, or you have to be a billionaire, right? I didn't, no I, did, I didn't tell you about my, what I do. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> For you, Jonestown. We'll call it Alextown. And instead of Kool-Aid, it'll be uh, High C. Uh, right? Oh, yeah. You ever mix those two together? Ooh. Very dangerous. But, but – uh, but getting back to you know the the conflicting policies, yeah. So, you know, the simple question I would ask, and it'd be great if someone in the media could do their job. Why didn't we fund new vaccines a year ago, two years ago? Right. You know, thinking that we delayed, you know, variant-specific vaccines. I can answer the question. We all know right. I've been answering it for two years. They didn't want variant-specific vaccines to affect the uptake of the original one. Right. They don't want new vaccines to prevent the uptake of mRNA vaccines. It's that simple. But Hard that's to. because we already prepaid for the mRNA vaccines, and we still no, haven't no, 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 used no, no, our no. allotment. It's, it has nothing to do with You think the government gives a shit about wasting money? <laughs> Come on. I, I'm, that's a convenient lie I'm telling myself, Alex. Right? Yeah. No, it, they don't give a crap. It's all about politics. It's all about getting to the next election. That's all our government's about. Right. And when people think that, you know, government and politics sometimes are separate or elections and administrations are different. No, all it is is a two-year period to get to the next election. There's a short period of time you race tried to do something. Right. And then it is all telling stories. So, based upon if they succeeded or they didn't succeed in their ideology. They're not actually solving any problems. Ever. Or they could pass a law that says they succeeded when they didn't. Inflation Reduc- Reduction Act, baby. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, right? I mean, let, let, and, and there's a reason why they just name these acts, right? They, 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 oh, I know. They, they, there's a new act out there where they're supposedly going to go after the insurance companies for upcoding. And you know what the law is called? The upcoding law it's uh, the upcode law and it's some acronym for preventing coding errors and 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 all that scumbag yeah, stuff yeah. but no i mean i mean the the issue at hand is they wanted a soft landing Joe Biden signs the bill coming out of the congress that people right. want to label as the GOP bill yes the house members Republican led drove the drove the uh, the legislation. Right. The Senate was very bipartisan. We're not talking about one or two Democrats. We're talking about half. Okay. That signed on. So the ones that voted for it voted for it for politics. Wait for it. Wait for it. That's the way it works. So they're, uh, are they coming up for election, Alex? Is that the hard truth you got to tell me? The ones that voted for it are coming up for election. It, 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 I haven't dug into it, but it, they they were the states where um, it would be potentially in jeopardy whenever right. they're right. Whenever like they're like up. a West Virginia type of state. Yeah, yeah. Um, Virginia is a great example. Um, so, um, and then Biden quickly signed it. Yeah, no, they he wouldn't have signed it voted. light speed. There was no yeah. like week or discussion. So, 
so so if you think about it, if the argument that this was a Republican thing and Democrats just voted for it and they and you know from a political standpoint and Joe Biden wanted to give them cover, right? And Joe Biden didn't want to do it, stop it a month early, he could have vetoed it. They would have pushed to the May. Right. He wanted it be, to be done. And at the same time, let's push out this little news that look at what Joe is doing. He's taking $5 billion. I'm not sure where the $5 billion is coming from. No one really asks these questions because China. they like China. China. <laughs> it's coming from China. Yeah, I, I, I will have a comment there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, and so, you know, that, that's, that's the real story. I, I can't imagine that there's anyone actually competent that's going to be in charge of this. We haven't had anyone competent in charge of this for a while. Um, and it will, there'll probably be money spent. I'm not saying they're not going to spend well, billions of dollars. Spend money. That's a hard. Um, and whatever pharma company, Moderna or Pfizer have more former government employees on their board, on their management teams, will get the most money. Right. So I, I got That's I, how the government works. I, I got to say this. So, we've talked about before, even offline, how um, that whole scandal with Pfizer and Project Veritas, and I'm not going to touch that at all, except what I'm going to say is that urologist said it right. (laughs) Not not the one that was diddling and fondling today from Northwell. We're not talking about that guy. We're we're not going to talk about that guy. Although it's apparent that urologists like to fondle and diddle, right? And you can tell, right? You got, listen, if Nick, Nicky Strombalaki, cocky, stockies, if you're listening to me, dude, one of my best friends is a urologist, but, and I'll tell you, they will fondle. And so, in this case, I'm not talking about the guy who's fondling professionally, right? I'm talking about the other one, right? And so that other guy, that other urologist said this, why is a regulatory agency going to be hard on us when in a couple of years, we're going to hire the people from that regulatory agency? That You want to edit everything else? That was a nugget of veritas that was there. And so I think you're right. How do you break that, Alex? What's the hard truth of the fact that our government is captured by corporations? Well, you know, I can tell you one thing. <clears throat> Within the next couple of days, we're going to be posting a job post for a government affairs position at Flow Health. Wow. <laughs> we're going to enter the swamp. Yeah. You know, wow. you, can't, you can't beat them any other way. Yeah. There you go. I mean, if you go back and look at what's happened to independent labs over the past five years. Right. PAMA. Correct. Um, you look at the the ECRA. Re- ECRA is terrifying, right? So it, for the listeners, right? So PAMA is protecting access to Medicare, which actually prevents access to Medicare, <laughs> which in the end reduces the amount of payment in a in a vortex swirl between Medicare and insurance companies to drive down costs. But the second thing is you have an act, like Enhancing Kickback Recovery Act, which is in essence, it was designed for, like we said last week, um, drug testing labs, right? We talked. No, about- no, it wasn't even that. It was designed fundamentally for patient brokering at, at rehab centers. Right, at drug testing other, labs. That, yeah, yeah. But no, not testing labs, actually rehab centers. Okay. Oh, And okay. then there was an element for kickbacks from toxicology drug testing labs 
to those rehab centers, but right. it was primary for patient right. brokering. And just for that. And then literally, and literally after the legislation passed through committee, it was the night before vote, uh, they were going to vote on the floor. A sentence was added that is as vague as can be to it, um, to imply that basically any sales compensation to a employee is a kickback. So everyone scratches their freaking head here. You know, LabCorp and Quest and, and by reference, they still pay the way they always pay. And they added some bullshit around it. But they're mute. No matter what they fucking do, no one's going to give a shit. But this is a new tool for the government if they believe you're a, um, you know, a bad actor that they could use. And, it, and, it, and, it, and it's, it's so confusing. We, I was on a two-hour phone call yesterday with lawyers talking to design a sales compensation program. We don't have salespeople right. now, but we're hiring. We want to hire salespeople. Yeah, of course. you got to scale up. Like, if you're a lab, you want to grow. If you're any type of business, you yeah, want to Yeah, it's grow. like, and like, how do we do this? Yeah. So we need to hire salespeople, but we can't give you an incentive for bringing more business. Right. Great. That, I mean, genius. that's the essence of sales, but what right? Does, but, but, what does, but, that, but the question is, what does that do? Who does this help? It doesn't give patients options. It doesn't give doctors good testing. No. Who's it help, Dr. Murphy? It helps the Department of Justice to go after no, labs. Who, no, who does it really help? It, it, the Department of Justice lab, is a lab tool Corp, for a lot lab of people. Corp Quest, LabCorp Quest with it, capitated insurance companies. It's LabCorp Quest and the payers because you're yeah. missing a huge part of it. Yeah, well, the insurance, right, the insurance it's, companies. No, 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 you're missing a big part. As okay. you know, I, have a, I had a major contract with Anthem years ago. And learn from that that they get all laboratory data from LabCorp and Quest. Not de-identified. I have no idea how it's legal. Wow. Wow. People don't consent to it. That's insane. How, how does this happen? I'm pretty sure it's illegal, but um, they're untouchable. And so the reason why LabCorp – or reason why payers want you to go to LabCorp and Quest – it's not, it's for not just prices. from a price. It's not it's just not their the prices. Price. They're over. No. They're overpriced. Yeah, yeah, but it's not just about economics. It's the fact that they get all the data, then they can use that data, basically to rate the government. Medicare through advantage. risk adjustment. You yeah. got it. They'll pay the price because remember, when it's an employer plan, they're just making a margin. They don't give a shit how much they don't the care how much costs. they don't care how much IBM so, has to so, pay. So zero. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to give LabCorp and Quest this bone. You're going to give us all the data. We're going to take this data. We're going to manipulate it. We're going to upcode, yep. and we're going to get Big Daddy government cheese. You got it. And so that upcode bill not. will never pass, right? So it, if you're really a betting person, well, you'll no, say no, that. No, 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 no. no. a bill will pass. You got to understand how the government works. Uh -huh. You pass a bill that doesn't solve the problem, that then the lobbyist gets something else, right. regulatory capture, boom, boom, boom. So, and you just build on it. Regulations are not bad for big companies. Think about like everyone screaming, let's pause artificial intelligence. Yeah, this little startup, OpenOI, hmm, open, who's going to benefit? Right, they're dead. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're going to get starved, and then they're going to be bought out by well, Microsoft. They won't be starved, but, but it's trying any advantage they can get. Scare right. the shit out of people so they can catch up. That's it. it. It seems like the great uncovering is that this model continues over and over and over again. And that's the hard truth is you got to open your eyes to recognize 
This is how the government operates. As long as you have politicians without very short-term limits, this is the business model of America. Thanks for listening to Hard Truths and Convenient Lies with Alex Meshkin and Dr. Steve Murphy. If you have a question, email us, hello at htclpodcast.com. For more information on this podcast, please visit our website, htclpodcast.com. Be sure to follow us on all social media at htclpodcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you rate and review us on Google, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you find podcasts. And if you hated this episode, then go tell the staff off. <laughs>